0: Um, Do you want to hear my share impression? Absolutely not. (laughs) No, no, no. If I
1: could turn my turn. It's time. Time! It's not even an impression. Okay. Like you could be singing any song uh-huh. and it wouldn't sound anything close to the vicinity of Cher. Uh-huh. Like sing another sing um Does He Love Me? I Wanna Know. It's not even funny. <laughs>
0: You guys, Ellen just flew in from New Mexico where she was doing a TV show.
1: But you know, you make it sound fancier than it is. Well, but we're not
0: allowed to say what was really
1: going on. Well, it's not a scripted TV show. It's something fun. (laughs) And that's it. We're going to tell them all about it when we can, right? Yeah. (laughs) But I was mostly just in Albuquerque with a Starbucks, a 35-minute walk from me. I did a lot of walking.
0: I paid almost $30 for a burrito today. What? I don't
1: know why. Where were you? I, it was on Seamless. Listen, you guys,
0: if you want more Ellen and me, join us on the Patreon. Tell them what they get. I,
1: I don't even know. Okay. I <laughs> love it when people, people, listen, I love having my DMs open to everyone. I love engaging with people. She will
0: literally open her DM for anybody.
1: <laughs> and, no, I'm very picky. You've got to be between the ages of 24 and 28. No, but people message me. and They're like, I love that people trust me they're like hey ellen real quick my patreon's not working i'm yeah. like babe i don't i don't run the back end of this shit <laughs> I, don't I don't work at yeah. patreon i don't i barely show up to record these episodes now that said we will help you troubleshoot you make it sound like they should not join no 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 but they come to me so yeah. i'm just saying you're asking me about the patreon i don't know <laughs> what do they get more of us who wants that yes you <laughs> record the episodes
0: of oh my god you guys i how have i done this with her for 20 years <laughs> You get three full ad-free bonus episodes every week. You get the monthly trivia. You get to be on our best friend circle on
1: Instagram. It's called Close Friends? Yeah, it's called Close Friends. Oh, God. You need to give them specific yeah. instructions. They are in the shower, yeah. and they're hearing the echo and the reverberation, so they can mix up words very easily. Don't forget to wash behind your ears. Okay. I'll bet you have never no. washed behind your no. ears. No, not a single time. You've never taken a towel and just gone no, like this? No, I'm going to oh. touch back there. Oh, it feels so Oh, good.
0: <laughs> All right, you guys. Season 5, episode 15, Nice Guy, tells the story of the disappearance of Zeb Quinn.
2: Oh. A teenage boy who always steered clear of trouble suddenly starts to attract it. And when he fails to come home from work, alarm sets in.
3: I am didn't know what to think.
2: Then, a strange phone call heightens the mystery.
3: The person on the other
4: end said, this is Zeb Quinn, and I'm thinking, okay, this is not Zeb.
2: It's the first of many puzzling clues. On the back windshield of the car, there were a set of lips. And the one known witness, isn't talking.
4: I think the puppy was placed on the car to draw attention to the car.
0: So, you guys, we open. It's the second day of January 2000. We're in Asheville, North Carolina. You're wearing a fucking winter hat with a pom-pom. You look ridiculous. You look ridiculous. It's
1: freezing in here. Do you know today I came to the studio and some down bitch knitted me gloves (laughs) and a hat. Like, actually with her hands. Uh Do you know why? Why? Because she knows this booth is arctic. (laughs) I, I, you look ridiculous. It's still summer. I, I agree. Okay. Not in this box. <laughs> oh my! God. So we meet Zeb. Zeb works at Walmart. He's apparently been working a lot for the holidays. Wait, you, you skip. You skip my favorite part. What? Well, Christopher said that it's Asheville and it's the second of January, and the Christmas lights are still up in the surrounding areas. Okay. When do you take your Christmas lights down? Easter. <laughs> <laughs> love Christmas I love
0: Christmas too Christmas is coming we're gonna have an epic Christmas party at my house this year
1: I can't wait I put my Christmas tree I'm not
0: we'll tell you how it was after the fact we'll we'll take pictures and I'll text them to you does that sound good? you're not gonna invite me? no I'm inviting my friends only
1: Say things like that, uh-huh. it makes people think you're serious. And then they DM me and they're like, Are you guys fighting? Tell them you're joking. No, I'm
0: joking. You can come to my Christmas party.
1: I'm just saying, I put my Christmas tree up December 1st every year, not a day sooner, not a day later, and I will not be season pushed. Okay. I will not be season pushed by anyone. Yeah. July rolls around and Target fucking has Halloween candy. I know. I want,
0: I'm ready for the Christmas music though. I'm ready for, I love
1: Christmas. No, don't music. season push. It goes okay. Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas. Give it time. Everything okay. (laughs) Everything has its season.
2: At the local Walmart, few signs of the holidays remain. And for the first time in weeks, 18-year-old Zeb Quinn is not working extra shifts. To take advantage of their free time, Zeb and his co-worker Jason head to a dealership to look at a car Zeb's been saving up to buy. Good for you,
0: Zeb. And he
1: loves working at Walmart.
0: He
2: really loves work. We're going to find out that Zeb will,
0: like, he works in the electronics department, which in the year 2000 was kind of a thing because, like, you know, computers were becoming more of a thing and Apple and the whole deal. And he loves it. He'll go hang out at work when he's not scheduled to be there. I know. I know. It's very sweet.
1: I thought that was very sweet. So he's heading to the dealership because he's looking to buy a used car. Hang on. We,
0: but time out. It's nine o'clock at night. Like, what dealership is open at 9 p.m.?
1: Well, he's got school and then he's got Walmart. And so people have to get shit done. I'll bet dealerships stay open until like 10 o'clock at night. Is that true? Well, because people normally, let's say like everybody works like a, you know, 10 to 6 job and yeah. people go after work. Absolutely. Okay, Whoa. You live in New York <laughs> I City. Know. I know, You're acting like everyone packs up shop at 7.30 <laughs> like you're crazy ass. But Enriff to the
0: 24-hour car dealership, he hears the sound of his pager, he knew he had to like return the call immediately, he's, fl- so he and Jason are taking separate cars yeah. and he's like flashing his high beams yeah. at Jason to get him to pull the fuck over. Um, and Jason does, and Zeb says, Girl, let me use your cell phone. Jason's like, it's only the year two thousand. Yeah. I don't own one yet. They're too expensive, and there's no good plans yet. It's mostly by the minute. It's
1: by the minute. Yeah. Oh, do you know uh what percentage of people in the United States had cell phones in the year two thousand?
0: Let me remind you, this is it's been the year two thousand for like two days. So yeah. like it's t- really kind of still nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, very How good many? call. Yeah.
1: Twenty eight point three percent.
0: Yeah, that I mean cell phones were very Not a lot expensive. Of phones. and I love that Jason's like, bitch, I don't have a cell phone. Yeah. Gas station yeah. down the road. I saw
1: a payphone on the yeah. way down here. <laughs> Melissa Marks had the first cell phone out of all of our friends. Wow. And that bitch loaned her phone to everybody. Everyone <laughs> would be like, let's call a cab. Melissa's got the phone. I remember. She you're... was the only one who had a phone for like two years. You are the
0: first person I remember hearing say the words, minutes don't grow on trees. <laughs> <laughs> <I did. laughs>
1: I vividly remember talking to Joe Bwery and looking at my phone and it being 50 seconds and be like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay, gotta go, gotta go, gotta go. I'm just hanging up. That shit's not rolling over. Tra- <laughs> Tracking that shit.
0: Oh,
2: my God. Jason has no idea why Zeb is in such a hurry.
4: He said that Zeb appeared to be frantic and concerned.
2: Zeb promises to return shortly and takes off onto the dimly lit road.
0: So Jason tells Zeb there's a payphone down the street. Go and I'll wait for you here. It's very weird that Jason's like, "There's a pay- you're losing your mind. Yeah. I'm not going to ask you yeah. why. Super I'll, dark out, by the very way. Very dark. Yeah. I'm going to sit right here on the side of the road, you go to the gas station. I'll just wait here. Yeah, I'm
1: just going to chill here on this super dark, spooky road. Nothing weird. Also, Jason, where are you, girl? Why aren't we hearing the story from you, bitch? Yeah, well. Where we'll, are you, bitch? We'll get to that later. Yeah. So <laughs> Zeb is like, okay, BRB, I'm going to go use the phone. And so about 15 minutes later, According to Jason, Zeb comes back. He's super annoyed. He's super agitated to the point where he pulls up... And apparently rear ends Jason's right. car and Jason's like, dude, my fucking truck, man. Right. That's the way Jason talks in my head. And then Zeb is annoyed and he's like, listen, I have to go. I can't look at your car now. I'm sorry. I know. I owe you money for that shit. I'm so, so sorry. Let me know what I owe you for it, but I gotta go. And, and then, Jason is like, not like, what's wrong? How can I help right. you? What
0: kind of help do you need? Just lets him go off into the night without explanation. No
1: explanation. And it's
0: like, and I just made this note. I feel like we to say this all the time people don't do this if you're tearing off in the middle of the night tell someone where you're fucking going god damn it
1: and so we learn about zeb and he's
3: just like a chill guy he's sweet and he's a gentle soul he was a lot smaller than most of the kids his age and a little bit clumsier he did have friends because of sports and because of scouts and things like that but not really any close friends.
0: Zeb and I have a lot in common, okay? Yeah. There's a picture of Zeb in, from his youth with like Coke bottle glasses oh no. and like frizzy hair and like missing teeth and he's like turning around fishing. It's a funny picture that I related to so hard.
1: Right. And Mama Denise said, she. Mama Denise is so sweet, but she said he was small and clumsy.
0: <laughs> I was like, Hey Zeb, I was big and clumsy, girl. We would have been best
1: friends. Aww.
0: Zeb was also in the Boy Scouts. She's like, he didn't have a lot of friends, but he he knew he like he had like kind of friends because he was in the Boy Scouts. His sister Brandy is here. She's amazing. She like tells the story with a smile, but like it's one of those stories where she's like, I love to hold him down and tickle him. I know. I
1: like Brandy, they just had this like sort of adorably perfect relationship. But it's and... also
0: like he had a learning disability, so yeah. I think that's important. And they they talk about it like reading comprehension.
1: Yeah.
2: I I don't know if that means dyslexia that's what it
1: sounded like but like remember that those can like lead to
3: other things like well, anxiety left, and things uh, yeah, like social that social anxiety yeah.
2: zeb's mother denise believes a learning disability hindered her son's social life
3: he had some trouble with reading comprehension and he was very slow with that i think that kind of made him struggle a little bit
0: He seems like he was a very, very sweet but, like, awkward kid.
3: Yeah. Were you
1: sweet and awkward, or were you nasty and awkward the way you are now? No, I... I, I, Oh, 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 oh!
0: (laughs) You okay, babe? Take a breath!
1: (laughs) Jennifer,
0: a- <laughs> just replay that for me. Wait, play it in slow motion, though. Yeah, Yeah,
3: yeah, <laughs> I uh, uh, uh,
0: uh, All, oh, 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 oh,
3: oh, oh, oh.
0: Um, No, I was very sweet, and I had a lot of friends. People really liked me, but I think they liked me because I was, like, jolly. Yeah. <laughs> and definitely, like, oh, that poor gay kid. Yeah. Like, oh, he's chubby and weird looking and probably gay. And, Aww. oh, let's, let's be friends with him because he's nice.
1: <laughs> Honestly, that's, like, a really good message to send. Because, yeah. like, I was so... Like really, really bullied as a child. You were? And yeah, you know. That's when you when you stand too close to the sun, you're gonna get burned. Right, you know so you what I mean?
0: It can't just be a thing that you let us just kind of have a little empathy for you for. I was so hot no, that no, I was constantly No, 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 that's not it. Bullied. I was
1: just so like, I was just loud. I was like, like I am now. Uh-huh. When, you're, when you're a kid, you're not supposed to like stand out. Standing uh, uh, out is not good. Well, and I was the same. I I absolutely stood out for you being You know what like, I mean? Yeah. Like I was like always like doing, I like sang in the fourth grade talent show. Don't sing in the talent <laughs> show. did you sing Michael fourth... Jackson at church? Yeah, I sang I went to Jackson church and then I sing, I think in like one year I sang Gloria Estefan, Anything For You. Why is a child, anything for you? Like what life lessons have you learned that you have the emotional stability to sing anything oh my for God. you? Get a clue. And I blame my mother. My mother during that telling me not to do that. She
0: was, That's a, you know what she was letting you live your best life. That's what your mother was I doing know, when I... she wasn't beating you within an inch of your life with a wooden spoon.
1: She... I got some
0: question, <laughs> Mrs.
2: Ellen's mom. Zeb found some solace in fishing the peaceful river that runs along Asheville. But while he enjoyed having alone time to reflect, he also longed to fit in. It wasn't until he discovered his high school's junior ROTC program that he seemed to find his place
1: He loved it. He was dedicated and he sort of like found himself there and like found his little group of people.
0: Brandy, his sister, was like, I could only imagine him being in the military but before he found the military, we would laugh because he would talk about how he wanted to be a bus driver to which I was like, that's a very, like, that's a hard fucking job.
1: I th- I wanted to be a bus driver. What's, what's funny because, about that? Well, because the reason I wanted to be a bus driver was so that I could like say hello to everyone in the morning <laughs> and I just, wa- I just wanted like people uh-huh. to talk to. Uh-huh. I was like, God, that seems like (laughs) so much fun when really bus drivers are Uh so annoyed and ornery like they're just, they're, yeah
0: Uh, And then I just have another note, wow, they're coming back around to this. He loved the ROTC He Loved it, you guys
1: We meet his former supervisor at Walmart, Patty She is very chill Patty (laughs)
0: Patty has a moment coming up that is kind of amazing, but she's a very calm individual.
4: Zeb actually was like part-time, sometimes he would work full-time hours But even when he wasn't at work or on the clock, he was there. He—that was like his second home.
1: But I love. So we mentioned before that he used to show up to Walmart even when she wasn't. Even we had it. Just short circuited. I'm just like, Z-z-z-z. and then I fall down. I'm like, you guys, Ning, Ellen Ning. died in yeah. the middle of the recording. She came back. We said before that he loved to be at Walmart, even when he wasn't like called to work. Yeah, that's called
0: being scheduled, sweetheart. Sched- okay, Annie. What is
1: happening? <laughs> it's
0: one thing if you have a job at a coffee shop and you like to hang out there, even when you're not working. Like that makes sense because that's a place where people hang out. But to go hang out at the electric's department she, at Walmart? She had question marks in her tone. <laughs> you know,
1: she was like, even when he yeah. wasn't supposed but, to be there. But we
0: get that another. Sp- Story about how, like, he
1: like the old ladies that work oh at the Walmart, gosh. he'd bring them the kind of iced tea that they liked. Like, he was just, I think. Give he, me a man who knows what kind of soft beverage totally, I prefer. Totally. Give yeah. me a man that walks into my yeah. house with a fucking McDonald's <laughs> fountain diet Coke. Yeah. I'm dropping my drawers. I, okay. Why is it always got to be about that? Well, I'm just saying, yeah. when somebody pays attention to the little details, yes. It doesn't take much to make women happy. Be not crazy uh-huh. and maybe not just notice one or two things in life. And yeah. he's taken orders of unsweetened iced tea. It's true. Like he, come on.
0: I do think that there wasn't a room that Zeb walked into that people weren't happy to see him. You know Aww, what I mean?
1: Aw, that's sweet.
2: Denise Vlahakis finishes her nursing shift at the local hospital and is ready to relax. She pages her son Zeb to see if he's interested in joining her for a late dinner.
3: He didn't answer my page, but I assumed that he was working longer hours still, like the holiday hours.
0: It's Sunday, January 2nd, the year 2000, and we're back where we started. So remember, like, Zeb was with his friend Jason. According to Jason, Zeb rear-ended him and then took the fuck off into the night because of this page he had just gotten. He hasn't come home. So his mom is, like, paging him to see where he is. She wants to have a late dinner with him. Right. Well, she's same. a nurse. We'll get yeah. back to that
1: later. And after she was done, she was like, should we go get a late dinner? He doesn't answer. And it was after 9 p.m. So yeah. Mama Denise is like, well, my son didn't answer. I guess I'll call my boyfriend. Right. Uh, <laughs> She's like,
0: oh, that guy. <laughs> she gets home after dinner with the boyfriend, and, and he, she's paging him again all night, and he's not answering. And, like, they say that he's really good at letting people know if he's not going to be someplace he's supposed to be. So this is all very concerning. Did you
1: have a beeper?
0: No. Oh. I went straight to cell phone.
1: You, oh, God. Beeper. Did you have a beeper? Of course I had a beeper. <laughs> it was a see-through purple beeper. Oh,
0: my God. But
1: then it got to the point—I don't know if we've ever talked about this. It got to the point where if you had to call someone back, you didn't have to put in your number. You just put in your code. Oh, my and everyone God. everyone had a code. For uh,
0: Beepers weren't, like, around for a long time, were they?
1: So, like, my code, I mean, I can't, I feel like two years. So, if my code was, like, 312, my birthday. Uh-huh. So, if I texted you 312, you would know to call me at my house. <laughs> so, we just, like, did anyone else do that? Just
0: code? Oh, my God. So, Mama's super worried. It's 10 30. She calls Walmart. She's told that he clocked out almost an hour and a half ago. And now she's like frantic. And she's calling around to all of his friends trying to find him, but nobody has seen him.
1: And she didn't sleep that night. And I she's know. obviously so frantic. She's like, I thought he would just be hanging out at the Walmart like he normally is, bringing old ladies soft <laughs> drinks.
2: Denise feels unsettled. Anyone trying to reach Zab knows the best way is through his beeper. It's just not like him to ignore her pages
3: he would always call me. I mean, he wouldn't necessarily ask permission to go someplace, but he'd let me know if I was expecting him at a certain time that he wouldn't be there. So three o'clock the next afternoon,
0: she drives to the police department to file a missing person's report. The cops immediately start looking for him. So I said, how unusual.
1: <laughs> right? That's never how
0: that story goes. Everyone moved to Asheville. I what, Whatever cities we vacated.
1: Yeah. I think we vacated Long Island last yeah, yeah, week. Yeah, 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 yeah. Moved to Asheville. Yeah. The fuck out of here movers. This is Patrick. <laughs> so, Gotta be gone by Halloween. How can I help you? So the next day someone calls, oh, I love this. The next day someone calls Patty at Walmart and they go, oh, uh, yeah, hi, uh, this is Zeb Quinn. I won't be in today? I am sick.
0: But wait a second. This is Patty's moment to shine. Yeah. Patty immediately, like, because everyone at Walmart is best friends with Zeb, Patty immediately knows it's not Zeb, but she doesn't want to let on that she knows.
1: Oh, tell her the down bitch maneuver that she does. So,
0: because the phone in the electronics department can't call back. Right. Like, it can't call out. She transfers the call to the jewelry department while she's walking with that super long cord. I just imagine her with the cord
1: and she yeah. just gets to the jewelry counter. She's like, hey the phone. <laughs> hand me the, no, Sandy, 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 Sandy. Hey, Sandy, hand me the fucking phone right now. Okay, I'm, I'm on the phone. I'm on the phone, but hand me the
0: phone. Do you see that phone? Fucking hell, Sandy. <laughs> and she transfers the call to the jewelry department so she gets the guy like to keep talking. He finally hangs up and she's able to star 60 fucking seven his ass.
1: No, star 67 is blocked. Oh, star 69 his ass. Yes, 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 yes.
0: So she can see, like this is, if this were in the movie, it would be Alice and Janney for sure. Yeah. And the scene would be 15 minutes long yeah. with, you know, Allison Janney's all like legs and arms to yeah. be climbing over things. Who, It'd be- Sandy would be Amy Adams oh. and she'd be like, oh, I don't know what you're talking about.
1: You're on the phone. Yes. Why do you need a yes, phone? totally. I'm going to use this phone. You've got a phone. And Ryan
0: Phillippe would be the naked streaker that runs through the
1: background. That's not, that's, that's, a- that's not in the script. Okay. <laughs> Can we get Ryan Phillippe to take his pants off somehow? <laughs> Ryan Phillippe gets a call from his agent he's like no
0: but Amy Adams and Allison Jailer are in that movie I kind of want to do it it's an extra role I
1: don't even have a line I'm Ryan fucking Phillippe I to shake my peen at Amy Adams though did you just say peen oh my god we've really jumped the shark I
2: know the long phone cord allows Patty to make her way to the jewelry department where she can end the call and immediately trace the number
4: I automatically picked up that line and hit Star sixty nine, which is a
0: callback. And I
4: called back, and it was traced to Volvo.
0: So she Star 69's the guy. She finds out that he's calling from a like a Volvo dealership. I love Volvos. My favorite cars. <gasps> okay, keep up, sweetheart. I know. Okay, we got a lot to get through. I know. I do. I
1: love Volvos. <laughs> I always have, always will. Keep going.
0: But everyone in the, like, everyone's like, that's so weird. That's so weird. But then everyone else in the store is like, no. That fucking guy, Jason, that's friends with Zeb. So that guy, Jason, who had that story about Zeb running off into the night, he also works at Walmart. He's like an overnight stalker. But everyone, S-T-O-C-K. I was like, oh, stock the shelves. Remember the episode where you're like, no, but we are eating people. What? No. We're not eating. Anybody, we're eating people. <laughs> no, it doesn't no. sound different. I know to you it sounds I different, but it doesn't sound in my head. <laughs> we're eating people. No, we're, we're eating, eating people. Ugh. No, we're eating people. No, nope. still doesn't track. <laughs> so, everyone else in the story is like that fucking weird dude, Jason, who's like a stalker overnight. He also works at a Volvo dealership. It's gotta be fucking that guy.
1: So, they get a hold of Jason and they're basically like, Jason, what Did you just call and say you were Zeb? This is the cops. The cops get a hold of Jason.
0: Yeah, and then... then, Jason, question for you. Yeah, yeah. Did you just call the Walmart and pretend to be Zeb, the kid that's been missing for 48 hours?
1: Um, okay. So, um, yeah. No, I... I, Upon some self-reflection... I do see uh, how—that does sound suspicious. The way you say it right now does sound suspicious. Let me tell you what happened. Okay, this is what happened. So what happened was—what had happened was Zeb called me January 4th yes, and told me to— call in sick for him that yeah but I have absolutely no
0: idea why Zeb my friend does a lot of weird things like running off into the night and being really upset about things I don't ask him why or what for Yeah, and I just don't do that
1: and then the cops are like why didn't he call in sick himself he's like huh great follow up question question. (laughs) Um, you know I just didn't think anything of it it seemed like a perfectly logical request that I was filling for my friend sure that's what happened
2: police also questioned Jason about the event of the night of January 2nd.
1: Jason Owens
4: came into the store, and uh, several of Zeb's co-workers saw Zeb talking to Jason Owens uh, for a period of time. Zeb clocked out a little after 9. And he was seen leaving the store with Jason Owens.
0: Other employees see them leaving in the separate cars. Like, we know they did. They were going to the dealership to look at this other car.
1: And Jason confirms, whatever that means, because we'll learn later. Yeah. That he hasn't spoken to Zeb since. I also, he was like, uh, call sick for me, dude. Yeah. And then radio silence. Radio silence.
2: Investigators spend the next several days checking into Jason's story. Surveillance video from the gas station confirms that the young men entered the gas station to buy sodas.
4: Jason entered first, followed by Zeb, and they both bought a drink and exited the store individually.
0: The mom breaks in here to say, because it's like, what was this page that made him so frantic? And the mom kind of breaks in here to say, like, for the record, I have absolutely no idea what kind of page could have made him that upset.
1: Yeah, and so they look into Jason's story. Now, the gas station part of the night tracks. So everything is checked out by surveillance in terms of them clocking out, walking through the parking lot. They have surveillance confirms his part of the story where they went to the gas station for sodas or whatever. Nothing weird is going on and nothing that Jason didn't already tell them. The surveillance kind of corroborates all of that.
0: For that part of the story, but then the the detectives contact Volvo where Jason works and they find out that Jason came in late to work the day after the disappearance and I wrote well that seems fucking significant yeah yeah and he also told his co-workers he'd been in a second car accident that night after parting ways with Zeb and he said it was near a Waffle House and I went yum and he said that this car accident resulted in him having a cracked rib and a minor head injury but he didn't tell the cops that when they were questioning him
1: right so to be clear you got in two car accidents in 24 (laughs) hours
0: But the cops are calling, like, no one believes this guy's fucking story.
1: And just for those of you who are actually paying attention, there wasn't a lot of damage done to his car that didn't appear to be, like, a nick or, you know, something, like a bumper, you know, a bumper scraper, whatever, and no accident report was filed.
0: No, and they are saying that they think that he's creepy and he's a person of interest, especially because he was, like, the last person to see Zeb, but there's not enough to charge him, and I was like, listen, could you just bring him downtown for a sensible fucking 12 hours? Because, like, he was the last person to see Zeb, he came in late to work the next day, he's all... up as though he was in some kind of fucking fight. He's lying about the car accident. Like,
1: it's enough coincidences to be suspicious. Like the Scott Peterson of it all.
0: Right. It just seems like if you looked a little harder, maybe you'd get, or maybe he would crack under the pressure of like an actual interrogation. You know what I mean? Right. To me, there is enough to like bring him down the fuck town. To
1: bring him down the fuck town? Yeah, bring him down the fuck town. Do you want to come down to fuck town? <laughs> that, that sounds like a That's, weird suggestion. Yeah. No, no, no. Fuck town's what we call the downtown. Yeah. The downtown fuck town. Yeah. You said Fucktown again. (laughs) You just said fucktown twice. So now we get to the Misty Taylor part of this story. Now, Misty Taylor is a recent friend of Zeb as we
3: learn. Zeb and Misty met at a Christmas party early in December, and he had kind of taken a liking to her or whatever you was attracted to her and sort of befriended her.
1: We're gonna get two totally separate stories, okay? So the family is like he used to talk for hours on the phone with Misty. Yeah, you know he seemed to really like her. It might have been a one sided affection, but they were definitely friends. They definitely like.
0: And the family like says they were like you just said they were talking on the phone for hours. Yeah, but when you say it,
1: it sounds better because you're a man. So people probably ingested that in a different way when you said that. So thank you. You're
0: so I look. I'm here to do nothing more than steal your jokes. Yeah, and the thunder. Yeah and the wind out of the room yeah yeah okay great wait so we're we're on the same page wait what are you saying <laughs>
1: So they questioned Misty Taylor. She's like, none of that's true. She was like, all. I do not know him at all, really. I also love that they questioned
0: her on the porch of her grandmother's house. Like, could you invite them inside, Misty? Does nobody have manners anymore? (laughs) No. Misty. But I was really having a hard time understanding the importance of this. It's like, who cares? Who is this person? Like, why does it matter if they were talking for hours on the phone or not? Like, she's like, no, I definitely wasn't. And the mom was like, I think he was in love with her.
1: Yeah, his sister and mom. Denise all said that he really was fond of her and Misty was like, I have a boyfriend and a
0: baby with that boyfriend.
1: (laughs) Did you want to let me tell the story? Sometimes
0: okay, sorry, I'm gonna explain comedy to you. Sometimes when you set me up, then I just finish the sentence as like a funny thing.
1: Oh. Do you feel funnier now? I do you feel feel like you understand comedy better? Guys, we're what seven thousand episodes in. How many episodes have we done? Four. Who who cares? No No one's counting. (laughs) Today
0: You learned how to be funny. I
1: learned comedy. Oh,
0: my God. Your good night, mom, everybody. Good Thank night. you so much. But then, okay, so put a pin in Misty for a second, because now Mama Denise tells wait, us... Wait,
1: wait, also, hold on one more second. The family was like, I think he fell in love with her and didn't really pay attention to how complicated her life was. <laughs> I, I was like, Jesus. Well, everyone
0: is here to be like, we were telling him to get the
3: fuck out of this. I know, I you know. You don't want any
2: part of this. His family felt the relationship was clouding
3: his judgment. The one time that... I was absolutely furious with Zeb was that he borrowed our Jeep one day and what I found out later is he picked up Misty and her child and the child she was babysitting for and took them to the mall shopping. I don't know why they put this here. Sometimes the editing is weirdly I out of totally order. I totally
1: agree. I know exactly what you're going to say. But, like, Go on. she
3: gets mad
0: again oh, now yeah. as yeah. she's telling the story. I was like, Mama Denise, I don't, he's a grown-up. I,
1: I know, but I also, don't... that's the story. I know. <laughs> she was like, wait, can you, I... one more thing. I'm going to tell you. I said he was a good kid, yes. but he did piss me off one time. Do you want to I... add the part Listen, where
0: he pissed me off? I'm on Mama Denise's side here 100 million percent, but this was a weird it... out-of-context yes. story. It was I'm like, the... why'd you get to- He's like, why... he has to crush on a girl. I know. I one time was dating a guy who like refused to acknowledge that he was into men and wouldn't talk to me in public and all of my friends tried to talk me out of it but I loved
1: him. I remember him.
0: But I loved him.
1: <laughs> Hot. <laughs> 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 for sure that guy's name was <laughs> Was <laughs> out?
0: Yeah. Totally out. He's yeah, yeah. the
1: hottest man you ever had sex with.
0: No. For sure. <laughs>
1: <laughs> is not hotter he is than so <laughs> He is. You're on drugs. <laughs> Are you on cocaine? <laughs> no. Wait. Can we keep that in, but beep the names? Yeah, beep the names. Yeah, yeah. Ever so since...
0: Let's keep in the humiliation of all the men that have had sex with me but don't want to admit it to their friends. Oh,
1: <laughs> but you know what? In what? a really backwards way, uh-huh. that's actually a compliment. <laughs> Oh, great.
0: Explain yourself. The
1: reason I think that is because men who might not be comfortable being out uh-huh. felt comfortable experiencing, like, a different side <laughs> of their of sexuality <laughs> with you. I think that's a man.
2: Denise and Zeb's co-workers warned Zeb that Misty was not a good match for him. But the advice fell on deaf ears.
4: I was telling him, Zeb, you know, you, you, you need to find somebody, um, without children this is you know baggage to go along with this
0: we have 15 minutes of his friends and co-workers just being like bro you need to find
1: somebody else don't be into her down bitch manager of the walmart yeah. patty was like you need to find a woman yeah. without kids she's got baggage yeah. and it was in that moment that i yeah. realized what you say about me behind my back
0: i don't know even what you mean but i do that <laughs>
1: Did you say this about me behind my back? I don't remember, but But probably. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'd like to apologize for it all. Mm. Yes. (laughs)
0: So, December 31st, 1999, it's New Year's Eve. So, we're going back. This is like a few days before he goes missing. We learned that Misty and Zeb both did not go out for New Year's Eve. They both stay home. Which is
1: fine. Everybody Who stay the fuck, the fuck he home. fucking goes out for New Year's Eve? Amateurs. Yeah, I know Don't. one
0: person whose favorite day is New Year's Eve. And Who? I'm not going to say their name.
1: Oh, God. Everyone stay the fuck home. Nobody cares. I know. It's Just awful. Just stay at home and cry. But
0: according to somebody, Zeb and Misty have this like hours long flirty conversation, even though her boyfriend is totally totally onto them and then it's like two days of radio silence from Misty and Zeb is really worried and he calls to check on her and this is where we learn according to some people Misty and Zeb are having this like secret like flirty affair a, it
1: sounds like an emotional an affair an emotional affair it? Okay. and
0: like Misty's boyfriend is super mad about it so when he calls to check on her Zeb forgets to hit star 67 <sighs> have you ever done that do you still use star 67 no but I
1: have in the past or I've sent the text about someone to the person that I'm texting Oh, about. I've
0: for sure done that. Oh. It's, I feel like that's been you.
1: Mortified. <laughs> I feel like... <laughs> been like, oh, yeah. Ellen is a fucking mouthy nightmare. Hey, Patrick, Ellen here. <laughs> LOL. <laughs> love you, girl.
2: Zeb told his grandmother he violated a rule he had always followed to prevent Wesley from tracing the call.
4: His grandmother said that he abruptly hung up the phone and said, I'm in trouble now. I'm in big trouble now.
0: Everyone is freaking out. Everyone is losing their fucking shit. Like, Zeb is, like, saying to his grandmother, oh, my God, I'm in so much trouble. And I just wrote, why is this all such high stakes?
1: I know. Can everyone have
0: a Zima and chill out, please? A
1: Zima? (laughs) Oh, my God, I used to love Zima. But, you know, it all is super high You know what I mean? It's just, like, when you look back at all that kind of, like, silly drama, you just laugh. I mean, it's not silly that, you know, he's gone missing, but all that talking on the phone stuff. So they were like, hey, Misty. When you say
0: they, you mean the cops.
1: So the cops. Oh,
0: thank you for the clarity. And looking at me like I'm the bad guy for making it so they understand what we're talking about.
1: Okay. Do you want me to go ahead and log off now? Okay. You want me to just close the laptop and walk on out? Do you mind? Yeah. I would love to just do this by myself. I would love to see you do this by yourself.
0: Just me like laughing like that in this room alone. Just by yourself. It's negative eight and then you degrees do it once here. and you're
1: like, Ellen. Turns, it, turns out. Just hang <laughs> on. Hey, do you want to hear about right, my sex I, stories? Tell okay. them the rest of the story. Jesus. All right. So the cops asked for Misty's alibi and she said, I was home with Wesley and my baby. Oh, also my mom and my dad. And so. But this also was there where, was another guest. Yeah. This is where everything gets high, <laughs> <laughs> Scooby-Doo confusing. Yeah. Like we, someone needs <laughs> to take off a mask and tell us what the fuck is going on at the end of the 28 minutes. Yes, yeah, this so,
2: is real, real, real weird.
1: This is. Okay, so hang on to your butts. Okay.
2: She also says a woman named Ina Ustich, who happens to be Zeb's aunt, was with them. Ina and Misty's mother are going into business together to open a restaurant.
1: She was also there with Zeb's aunt, Ina. <laughs> Ina
0: Ustich, by the way, is okay, her full name.
1: Say that without, like, half of a burp in your mouth. Go on. Ina Ustich. That still sounds the is same. Turns out that's just the, the way you say it. The point is, like, Christopher is telling
0: us this, like, it's just random. Remember, Zeb goes missing in, like, two days from now. Zeb and this woman, Missy, are having, like, some weird, clandestine relationship. Missy's boyfriend, Wesley, wants to fucking murder Zeb. Right. But at the same time, the night that he goes missing, his aunt is at Missy. Missy's house because the aunt is going into business with Missy's mother. They're going to open a restaurant together. And the weirdest part of this whole thing is that anybody ever opens a restaurant. Yeah. Why does anyone do that? I was
1: thinking that too. That's the, that's the biggest mystery of this whole a, episode. Okay. So this web. We're yeah. in a web right now. Okay. Say
0: Ina Ustich.
1: Ina Ustich. Okay. I said it way better than you. <laughs> So the investigators go question Wesley, and he was like, yeah, no, I was at Misty's house. Remember the whole story with the web, with the aunt, with yeah. Tina, with all that but stuff? But wait, one important fact you're missing. Yeah. The reenactment actor who plays
0: Wesley's a ginger.
1: Yeah. <laughs> did
0: you notice? Did. He's a
1: ginger. You're very cute. You just have, you have like a ginge spidey sense. Yeah. So they go to get Zeb's pager records because they're like, okay, you know what? You guys are all fucking weird. Yeah. I don't know why you're opening a restaurant and why your aunt was there, but we need to know <laughs> who sent the page That's the whole that, thing that like, sent him off that night. So let's like tackle that first of all. I didn't know you could track pagers. I've never heard of that. But well, the
0: whole thing is this whole story about the page comes from Jason and like nobody else, right?
4: So who the fuck sent that page? So someone did send the page. The last pages received on Zeb's pager were from his mother and from his aunt Ina Ustich.
2: Ina is Zeb's father's sister. Zeb has had very little contact with her in his life particularly after his parents divorced.
1: The last two people to page Zeb that night yeah. were his mom.
0: Remember, she was like, I want to have dinner. Oh, fuck, I guess I'll have dinner with my boyfriend. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: And his Aunt Ina. Now, that no. wouldn't be so crazy. Except it is! But Zeb wasn't close with his Aunt Ina. They yeah. weren't close, like, at all. He was. He, that was his dad's sister. Yeah. He didn't speak to his dad. He didn't really speak to no. that whole side of the family. Remember,
0: she's at the home of Misty with Wesley. Misty's having this weird relationship yeah. with him and Wesley wants to kill him, and Ina, who he never talked to, is now paging him, and now there's a page that made him, like, go crazy, and have to run off into the night, and we haven't seen him since? Right. You guys, it's all fucking bananas.
1: Yeah, whose aunt is paging you also? So then, (laughs) here we go, Ina was like, yes, I was with Misty, and Wesley, and her mom that night, super weird, but I didn't page him. And
0: the thing is, like, we learn later, the page came from Aunt Ina's home phone. Yep. She didn't have a cell phone either, so it came from her home phone, but there's, like, five Five witnesses saying, no, she was with us all night.
1: Yeah, she was like, I didn't send that page. Good luck with your project, everyone. But that the question me. is, like,
0: are they all covering for each other, well, right? Well, we'll see. So, will see. <laughs> the, the I- is a good reference. I think we got through that pretty well. That I think it was that- pretty clear. Yeah. Good job. Thank you so much. Was more- say, you know what, I'll take all the credit that for that.
1: That was more Thank to you. me I than you.
2: <laughs> Two weeks into the investigation, police start to think they've hit a dead end. Zeb's mother, Denise... Is finding it nearly unbearable to go on with everyday life. To keep her family afloat, she continues to report to her job at the local hospital.
1: So, we're now at Friday, January 14th, 2000. Yeah. Mama Denise gets a call from the records department in the hospital. Yeah. It's not about a patient. It's actually about Zeb. So, this woman on the other line is like, hey, how's it going? Yeah. And she was like, I have some news for you. I just saw Zeb's car parked in the parking lot at the Little Pigs across the street. Don't worry, I looked it up. Little Pigs is a barbecue restaurant. Okay, because I literally
0: was like, oh my God. God, who are they calling Little Pig? Yeah. I know. Oh, that, hey, you know that little fucking pig that lives across the street? I saw Zeb's car there. Yeah, no. no it's not barbecue a, restaurant. It's not a person. It's not a person. It's not a person. Not a person. Not a person. So. <laughs> <laughs> I love the idea that everyone who works that fucking hospital hates that person. Yeah. Oh, did you see Little Pig? Yeah. Oh, yeah I, yeah, yeah. I fucking
1: did. Yeah, I fucking did. I smacked her right in the mouth is what I did.
0: Okay. All right. All right. Let's see. Have a SEMA and settle down. Okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> hey, Little Pig. <laughs> you fucking Bitch. The way you just said that through your teeth, (laughs) little bitch. Like, what did that person do to earn the nickname Little Pig? Of all the mean things you could call somebody, why Little
1: Pig? It's a restaurant. (laughs) (laughs) Little bitch. That was the funniest thing. The way you gritted your teeth. (laughs) Little bitch. You're a horrible person.
2: If what the young woman says is true, it's a stunning development. Denise races to the parking lot, and what she discovers leads to another twist in her son's disappearance.
1: Now, this car is Right. The, 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 Little Pigs is right across the street. And this caller went to high school with Zeb. So this caller is like, I can positively identify that is Zeb's car. So Mama Denise hightails it to the parking lot. Why are you looking at me like that? I'm going to wait until you say it. And if you don't say it, I'm going to interrupt you to say it. Okay, great. So Mama Denise hightails it to the parking lot. She calls the police. Oh, there we We got it. Ding, 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 ding,
0: ding, 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 what? ding, ding. What?
1: You, you remember to say she called the police.
0: Are you Okay. <laughs>
1: They get there and it is for sure Zeb's car. So we meet Sergeant Chuck Sam, and he's here to tell us that there is this weird drawing on the back of the windshield. I Googled this image, by it's the way. It's really fucking it's weird. It's really creepy. It's like in lipstick. It's in lipstick and it's a big lips. Yeah. Like drawn in lipstick uh-huh. and then an exclamation point. And so the headlights were on and the windows were slightly cracked. So they check in the car, literally find, hold onto your butts. I am not kidding. <laughs> I want you if you're in the car, pull over, slide yeah. your hand on under your butt and hold <laughs> and onto your on butt tight. and yeah. hang on tight. Yeah. So wherever this car is, it was put there intentionally. They open the door and there is a black Labrador puppy.
0: Yeah, and everyone is saying that like whoever put the car there put it in a place where it would be noticed. I think they drew that thing on it to draw more attention to it and they put a fucking so, dog in the car. A
1: dog, a pup. First of all, a Labrador puppy. First of all, not cheap. Yeah, Like wh- wh- where'd you get the pup, sis? Yeah, someone definitely was like 3000 Yeah, I got it. <laughs> I got a great prank I need to play on someone. What? This beautiful, what yeah. the fuck happened to this puppy? But let me tell you, I read on a Reddit thread that somebody thought that that message meant shut the fuck up, bitch. Oh. Like, shut up, and then the girl puppy in the car. That is, is probably that, not what it meant. Is that a stretch?
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, I yes. read it, and I was like, oh,
1: oh, my God. But I'm the most gullible person.
3: What in the world happened? What is going on? Why? Was this car parked there? I I believe it was parked there to be found, but why? There was just more questions than answers.
2: Police also turned their focus to a hotel key card found in Zeb's car.
1: So, they contact the breeders and the shelters, and they can't figure out where this puppy came from. The fuck? The lipstick? The car? The puppy? Yeah. So, also in the car was a hotel key card. This is really weird, though. This is so weird. There was no name on it. And also, in 2000, not all hotels had a key card feature on it. That was, like, a very, like, advanced method. Like, they still had keys, actual keys or whatever. But it's also,
0: like, having worked in hotels for so long, like, I don't know how you would even make a key card without any indication on the like the little plastic key card as to where that card came from. Yeah. And the cops go like door to door in yeah. at every hotel to be like, is this from here? And they no luck. They
1: never find it. Following leads must be fun. They're just like, let's go see shelters and I let's know. go look at these ho- I don't know. <laughs> so they're super confused by this card. The car for sure wasn't there when Mama Denise started her shift, she yeah, says. For sure. And so obviously, someone knew where she worked. And his
0: sister also worked in that hospital.
1: Yeah. And knew where to place it in such a place also how long does a car battery last a couple of hours with the lights on yeah yeah this was like newly placed evidence but it's like
0: did they dust for fucking fingerprints that's what i was wondering surveillance video Uh,
1: it was just crazy so we're at monday january 24th now this is after zeb's car was initially found how many days later well zeb's car was found on the 14th it's eight days later do you think anyone is paying attention to that (laughs)
2: Eight days after Zeb's car was unexpectedly located in a dark restaurant parking lot, another lead emerges.
4: A couple had contacted the police department stating that they had seen Zeb's car in the downtown Asheville area prior to the car being located.
0: So the thing about Zeb's story is that it had been all over the news, including like descriptions of his car. And so like these like local heroes are kind of just like on the lookout. They're like going for a drive one day and they see a car that looks like what has been described as Zeb's car. Yeah. Okay, this is a little weird. They write the license plate number down and they do their best to get like a description of the driver, but then they don't fucking tell anybody. They're
1: just like, let me log it in the back of my a they know, Just in case. What? But they
0: know the cops are looking for the car. They only report this like several days later when they hear that the car had been found. And so the cops like run the partial plate that they wrote down. It was a partial match to his car, and that this is bananas.
4: Oh, oh my stars! <laughs>
0: They have them come in to do a composite sketch of the person who was driving, and then they flash the picture on the screen. I screamed.
1: Is that the scariest composite you've ever it is, seen?
0: Without a doubt, this, it's, So it's a, it's a composite sketch, and they say it looks just like Misty, that woman that he was having this like romantic affair with or whatever. Yeah. And it really does look like Misty, but it looks like Misty's corpse reanimated.
1: Yeah, it is. Yes. Yes. <laughs> We're, they're, they're, it's like it's that- It's
0: a terrifying horror movie image.
1: It's like that one composite that we had to put on Instagram of yeah. that woman dressed as a man from- from from (laughs) the Patreon episode. (laughs) So it is so scary. So Misty denies... All of it. She's thinking everything is made up. I mean, it's all weird, but they still really don't have any evidence. Now, yeah. Can
0: I just say one more thing about that? They haul Misty in. They're like, the person who did this composite sketch has partially the right, like, license plate for the car. They're saying you were driving. And then she says, no, that wasn't me. And they let her go. Yeah. The, what did you think they were going to say? Yeah. What you think Misty was going to be like, you know what? It was, you got me. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm busted. I'm caught. And the,
1: the cops are like, well, she said it wasn't her. Know. Our hands Here's are Here's the tied. thing, though. We were
0: pretty sure she was going to admit to it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. You thought she was going to say so she did it? So you're not going to admit it. And they're just, like, in the corner with their arms folded. They're like, she yeah. said she didn't do it. I guess she didn't do it. <laughs> okay, you're free to go, ma'am.
2: Police are trying to make sense of a new turn in the case. It involves Zeb's estranged Aunt Ina, whose home phone number showed up as the last one to page Zeb the night he disappeared.
1: So we go back to Aunt Ina. So the investigators go back to the... I- <laughs> what? The investigators... <laughs> What
0: was that? Jennifer, can I hear that again, please? The investor Gators investor
1: Gators. They go back to this continuing thing that the what are you last... looking
0: at? When you look at the corner like that, who are you looking at? What are you looking at?
1: Oh, that's my thinking
0: place. <laughs> <laughs> she stopped making eye contact with me. It was looking like directly into the corner of the room and was talking as though she was talking to a
1: ghost. this is why we need video. I know. okay. I know. So the investigators go back to the idea that the last place that was Zeb was texted was uh-uh. Ena's nope. house. Mm-mm. The last place that sent a text to Zeb Mm-mm. was Aunt Ina's house. It was a page. It wasn't a text, it was a page. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> anyway, Ina was like, wait, hold on. No, 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 no. Yeah. That night that, that text was sent, nope. My- oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> that night, that page was sent. Oh, there you go. My house was actually broken into, and the police are like, "Your house was broken into. You don't say. What did they take?" And she's like, "Actually, nothing. They just moved my picture frames, <laughs> and then paged my nephew. She's saying that like my house got broken into. They paged
0: Zeb, moved my frames, and then left. And the cops are like, "I don't really think that someone's gonna break into your house just to use your phone." And then we find out that now Ina says she never told that story to the cops.
1: Yeah, and the cops are like, what? What about this police report you filed. Yeah. You guys, everyone, it's crazy. Everyone is this, crazy. This
0: whole story is chaos. It's all chaos. So, to
1: be clear, yeah. the night your nephew went missing, the nephew that you're not super close to yeah. at all, someone broke into your house and just moved some shit around and then also sent a page from your number. Yeah. Just so I have the story straight. She's yes. like, yes, but also I, no. But also no. <laughs> This, you guys, this case, if you go on Reddit, everyone is as confused as we are.
0: Yeah,
2: It's It's
1: not us.
2: Oh, my God. So
1: I was like, can we all just lie better? Yeah. Can everyone collectively lie better?
2: Months pass with no new developments in the disappearance of Zeb Quinn. But in the fall of 2001, Jason Owens, who was the last known person to see Zeb, resurfaces. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Remember Jason Owens? Jason's the one that said that like Zeb
0: rear ended him and, and then tore and he off yeah, into the Yeah, got night. the frantic text yeah. and nope, all that. Nope.
1: Oh my fucking stars. <laughs> How do you? S- oh, my brain doesn't work like that. So, one day on the highway in Asheville, he was getting pulled over. Well, attempted to get pulled over. So, the cops flash their lights. He doesn't pull over. Instead, he engages in a high-speed fucking chase down the highway. Christopher
0: says he floors it.
1: (laughs) Then... He's like, hold up, I'll do you one better. Yeah. I'm going to take my gun, put it out oh the window, God. and shoot, shoot at, at a the cop. fucking cops. Shoot his gun at the cops. So he gets pulled over, he gets arrested, Oh my God. and he gets a charge of driving while impaired and assaulting a police officer. Guess how many years he gets, he gets in prison? four years in prison years for shooting at a cop. Can sh- I just say, if he was a black man, oh, are you kidding me? He would get like, shooting yeah. a gut yeah. four years. Yeah. I mean, also that bullet went somewhere, you got you know yeah. what I mean? Like Yeah. So they question Jason about Zeb and he clings to the fact that he has no idea what happened that night. Yeah. He like kind of just tells the same story over again. So they try and connect Wesley, remember Misty's boyfriend, yeah, to Jason, and there is Absolutely no connection to the two because it does seem weird. It does seem like they're working in some kind of a weird triangle with the texting and the being on the weird street uh-huh. late at night and the darkness. They both deny knowing each other. And I, again, they were like, Do you guys know each other? No. 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 All right, well, they goes, said they don't know each other. There goes that theory.
2: <laughs> Sergeant Sams has a daily reminder of the case he can't seem to crack. I was contacted by one of the uh, investigators involved in the case. And he had asked me if I knew someone that might be interested in the dog. The shelter was going to put it through the adoption process. And this
0: weird thing happens at the end of the episode where one of the detectives working the case ends up adopting the dog they found in the yeah, backseat of Z but the thing is, like, they keep referring to this dog as the only witness who could tell them what happened to Zeb that night. And I'm like, they keep talking about this dog as though one day the dog is going to learn English I and know. tell them. I know. He's like, I'm like, you guys, hello. You guys aren't... That dog's not going to ever tell you. That dog doesn't even know that dog's a dog. Well, that dog doesn't know it has a dog.
1: It's always going to be a dog. I know. It's never going to grow no. into anything other than a dog. It's a dog. But they did do something really cool. They did keep some of her hair. Yeah. Because they were saying that maybe technology will advance in the coming years and they could, like, find some answers. Spoiler, they don't. Um, <laughs> and that's how it ends. Wait. Also, the... if anyone has a, finds a puppy in a car, can I have it? Yeah, absolutely. Like, if you just, you like
0: well full grown adult you could just get a puppy if you wanted one
1: I know but finding a puppy in a car wait do you know what he names the puppy what you, did you not watch the episode I did he names it Katie and I love animals with human names <laughs> my friend Beth Yeah, get over here Beth my friend has a dog named Kevin <laughs> It's just the funniest name. That is really funny. My friend has a cat named Steve, too. (laughs) I mean, that's hilarious. Like, people being like, Uh, Clo-Clo! Snowball! Steve!
3: (laughs) Not knowing is just slowly tearing us apart. It's an everyday... I can't tell him goodbye. Time is going on. And yet it's standing still. And we need the answers.
0: Wait, so tell them the updates.
3: Oh, you guys, take a seat.
1: Yeah. So this case just continues to puzzle people. You know, to puzzle people, huh? What? It's a real puzzle. Is that a bad word? I don't know. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know. March 15th, 2015, if you're keeping track, that is 15 years after Ugh. Quinn's disappearance. A couple by the name of Christy and J.T. Cod were reported missing. So the investigators receive a tip that Jason Owens, member him, yeah. was seen dumping bags into a dumpster. Can I just pause? One of them was like on a TV show. Yeah, one of them had a Food Network show. Yeah. Christy Codd, if anyone knows who that is, I'm sure it was, it was widely publicized. Yeah. So those bags were investigated and they contained items belonging to Christy, including her ID. So those bags that Jason had thrown out had all of her shit in it. Yeah. So the investigators interviewed Jason the next day about her disappearance, and they charged him with breaking and entering and larceny because he admitted to breaking into their home. So then they go in and they search Jason Owens' home, and they found human remains (gasps) inside the wood stove. Uh. So Owens was charged with two counts of first-degree murder and murder of an unborn child child as Christy was expecting at the time. So the connection was Jason knew this family like he was like a handyman for them or whatever. Oh. So because of this case that sort of revived Zeb Quinn's case. So then all of a sudden a random relative comes forward and says you know what come to think of it around January 2000 I remember Jason pouring some concrete over this particular area and he said he was going to make a fish pond out of it. Turns out he never made that fish pond. So they pulled it up and they found weird fabric remains. Yeah. Like pieces of leather and stuff that were found. So in July of 2017, a grand jury indicted Jason Owens with first degree murder of the death of Zeb Quinn. Now, as of January 2021, Owens is still awaiting trial for the alleged murder. And no trial date has been said. But when they dug up what
0: was going to be the fish pond, did they find any like fragments? They just
1: found fabric, leather materials, and unknown horror. Hard fragments. That's okay. what it said. Unknown hard fragments. So, whatever that is, is probably waiting to come out in the trial. Yeah. But this case is definitely not cold.
0: And it's just so crazy that, like, all of that stuff with like Misty and Wesley and the weird ant and the paging, yeah, and, like that wasn't connected. I
1: mean, First of all, we don't even know if that paging story was real right. about the yeah. franticness, yeah. about the rear ending, about the going to the payphone. We have no evidence that that even occurred other than this fucking guy's story. Yeah, about yeah, it. yeah, you yeah, know yeah. What yeah, I yeah. Mean? Nobody actually knows what happens, but Jason is a fucking psychopath. Yeah. And so this family is still awaiting this trial, and I hope they get their closure and I hope they find out what happened to that sweet boy. Oh,
0: my God. Say something funny. Why do I always have to be the funny one?
1: You're not. That's why okay. I give you I give you a clear opportunity every week to give it a go, sweetheart. Bow, 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 bow. 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 bow.
0: Oh, you guys, we love you so much. Look, if you want more Ellen and me, join us on the Patreon. Three full ad-free bonus episodes every week. We've got like 30-something episodes on there now. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. wait what are we doing now? What's the series we're covering?
1: Who the bleep did I marry? Oh, my God. It, it is, is bananas. bananas. Please follow us on socials. We love to hear from you. We're at the Disappeared Pod on Instagram. We're on the Disappeared. can't do it, sweetheart. Yeah, Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> and join us. Facebook group, the Disappeared Podcast discussion group. It is. Did I say it right? I think so. You okay. said
0: it right enough. You guys, stay tuned. We have more tour dates coming up. Get ready. We're coming back out on the road.
1: Can't wait. I know. Love you. I love you guys.
0: Bye. Bye.